Good morning. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Good morning. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh, oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In my head, I'm singing, we ready. <laughs> we ready. Oh, y'all. Good morning, y'all know. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, my gosh. Goodness. How y'all doing this morning? See y'all coming in. Give me some good morning this morning. Do me a favor. Start sharing the devotional. We are Facebook Live. We are YouTube Live. We will be later. Thank you for my Renaissance grandma for sharing. We will be um, podcasting a little bit later. And we are just grateful for who God is and what God is doing in our life. Welcome to Coffee and Conversation. Ooh, y'all coming in. Thick, heavy, and fast on Facebook, and the same for YouTube. You got your coffee, you got your books. Um, my coffee mug this morning says, I'll have a triple sparkle latte with extra glitter. And anybody that knows me knows that I like glitter and sparkle and shiny things. Hey, good morning, Monique Weathers. Monique, I hope you get to start enjoying joining us in person um in ladies bible study people in um where we are this morning let me not be ashamed of the gospel where is it let me not be ashamed of the gospel of jesus christ let me share the gospel of jesus christ this morning somebody needs to hear know see feel there we go and know about my jesus and we want to make sure i don't want to block y'all out there we go we want to make sure that we give that to whoever that is that they know feel and experience your jesus this morning so share the devotional put it in somebody's hand put it in somebody's inbox inbox share it on your timeline copy the link on youtube and share the gospel that's what i'm doing right now putting it in the hands of the people that i know that the lord says they need it good morning welcome welcome if this is your first time here do me a favor um drop me a note a comment that simply says hey um uh vanessa rose says she has teeps uh drop me a note and a comment and let us know this is your first time here um thank you for being here thank you for worshiping with us thank you for being a part of this community we are a community growing in god <laughs> growing in grace through jesus christ and we are just happy to be here with you and we're happy to worship with you thank you hey cynthia live from moralton i see that this morning oh good morning uh bon tally good morning sandra Towson. good morning y'all hey how y'all doing 
Oh my goodness, I am grateful for the goodness of Jesus. Why don't you do me a favor this morning? Why don't you tell us what city you're from? And we're going to pray over our cities and stand in agreement. You are a um, you are a watchman in your city. When we are linked to a city, a state, a nation, we are a watchman. You are a watchman in that city. So why don't you put your city... And then why don't you also tell us something that you're grateful for this morning. Um, I'm grateful for completion. I'm grateful that um, God completes us and that we don't have to try to complete ourselves, that it's not responsi our responsibility. I'm so grateful we have a master who is the potter and we are his clay. And when I get that and I get revelation of that, then guess what? I don't have to make something up. Um, oh, I don't have to make something up. I don't have to try to complete myself. I don't have to rush my completion. I put myself in his hands. Ooh, I put myself in the master's hands. Like I place myself in the master's hand. And I know without a doubt that he will finish this thing. Hey, Aretha Clark from the Bronx, New York. Y'all will be surprised the number of people that we have that are from New York that worship with us online on this devotional. Um, I'm coming to you, New York. I'm declaring that. I'm coming to New York. I'm going to host something in New York, and I'm going to host something this summer, and I'm going to host something soon. I don't care if it's just a coffee uh, shop talk. I'm coming to New York. So... I am just grateful for God. I'm grateful for his hand. I'm grateful for his mercy. I'm grateful for who he is. I'm just um, grateful to see his power. Yeah, Meredith's from New York. All my New York people like, come on. We got Harlem. We got the Bronx. We got Elmhurst. Come on. I'm just grateful for what God is doing um, and his hand to be seen in our lives. And um that he completes us and the more that i meditate that and i keep saying that that he completes us i don't have to finish myself i take the burden and the responsibility off myself of being complete i take the burden and the responsibility of myself um off of the way that i should look and i just show up trusting God and obeying God. Will you put that in the comments today? I just got to show up and trust God and obey God. Ooh, I just got to show up. Yeah, I love you, Keith. Oh, I just got to show up. My people are like, okay, I got my suitcase. Oh, I got my suitcase. Come on. Covenant. That's what covenant look like. Come on now. I'm sitting here talking about going to New York and our down south people and community is like, oh, we going to New We going to New York. Like, we going to New York. I just got to show up and obey God. I just got to keep seeking God. This thing with God is not over complicated. The devil, the enemy loves to play mind games and make us think our relationship with God is over complicated. And it's not. God desires you, even though we're learning uh, spiritual gifts and everything else. God desires you, Malisha, more than anything. God desires you, Margie, more than anything. God desires you, George, more than anything. God desires you, Vanessa, more than anything. God desires you, Debbie, more than anything. God desires you, Jeanette, more than anything. You, 
the enemy loves for you to withdraw from God, right? But God just wants you to show up. You just got to show up and trust and obey him. Come on now. He's looking for, if we fear God, then it's demonstrated in our obedience. Obedience is the greatest form of sacrifice. Will you put that in the comments as well? Say, my obedience to God is going to be my greatest form of sacrifice, Kim Yarley, my obedience, my my ability to dis demonstrate to God that he is God alone, that he is above everything in this universe, my focus on him, my desire to give him my first fruits of the day, my desire to seek him consistently and constantly, my 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 understanding and knowledge and revelation that he is father my understanding and knowledge and revelation that he is provider my god right my obedience to god is like the greatest form of sacrifice it's the greatest form of worship we you know if you want to worship god in a spirit of truth then if i obey him oh my god if i learn to trust him come on now i want to sacrifice something Sacrifice when Romans 12 and 1, he says, put, I'm just paraphrasing, put your body on your altar, put your God, your obedience. When I decide that I'm going to follow God, that I'm going to trust God, that I'm going to obey God, that I'm not going to withdraw God, that I'm going to keep seeking God with all my heart because God is looking for me to seek him with all my heart. He is looking, there is scripture that says he's looking for those that will seek him. He's looking for you to seek him, Casey. He's looking for you to seek him, Katina. He's looking for you to seek him deep. Like he longs for you to seek. The one that seeks and searches out for him. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to find him. You're going to find him. You're going to find him. When you seek after him with all your heart, you're going to find him. Oh, my God. So when I trust him, when I obey him, right? When I do them, let me just read this. Thank you, Lord. I see you. I hear you. Oh, my God. When I trust him and I obey him and I make a decision to seek him because God, um, faith is what pleases God, right? Faith is what pleases God. Faith in action is what pleases God. So when I obey him and I submit and I surrender, faith in action is what pleases God. Like, that's what pleases him. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now, faith is confidence. Woo! Say, I got to be confident. Come on, y'all. Y'all done shook something up this morning. Y'all done stirred something up in me. Come on, Holy Spirit, and teach this thing. Have your way. Open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Give us a revelation knowledge in your word. Ooh, give us revelation knowledge in your word. Give us revelation knowledge in your word. My God, let us become more confident. Ooh, let us become more confident in you. Ooh, let us become more confident in your word. Not confident in the things of this world. Who knows, like I know, that the things of this world will fail you. Ooh, the things of this world will disappoint you. The things of this world will switch the game on you. The things of this world will change. Oh my God. So we don't want to put our confidence, confidence in a world that will change. We don't want to put a 
confidence and expectation in men who are unstable. We don't want to put our confidence. We want to put our total ultimate confidence in you, Lord. So we're going to be confident. So what does confidence mean? Confidence means being assured. Woo! Being assured, not assured of self. Not assured of this world, but assured of Jesus. Oh, come on now. Not assured of self. Not assured of this world. Assured of Jesus. Confidence means I'm positive that God will show up. I'm confident. I'm positive that the word of God is true. I'm assertive. I'm poised in the word of God. Come on now. I'm cool when I'm confident. I'm cool. I'm cool headed. I'm calm. I'm collected. When I'm confident, I'm level headed. When I'm confident, I'm composed. I have this saying that I say. My kids tease me. There are certain things that I say. I always say it is what it is. And what I mean by it is what it is. That's like my tagline. It is what it is. When issues and troubles are coming my way, I'm like it is what it is. And what it is, what it is means for me is that I know that the Lord will contend with my enemy. I know that the Lord will deal with my enemy. I know that the Lord has me in his hand. I know that there is no circumstance or no situation that is too big with and my God. So I'm confident and I put my whole trust in him. Woo! Come on now. So faith in action. Come on now. It's confident. It's being assured. It's poised. It's serene. It's tranquil. It's, it's relaxed. Woo! Right? Faith and confidence in him is Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. Come on. Put that in the comments this morning. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. I dare you to declare that over your life today. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want, right? He leads me. That's confident. I'm confident that the Lord is leading me. I'm confident that the Lord is guiding me. I'm confident that even if I'm in the valley, he's with me. I'm confident that even if I'm in the mountains, He's with me. I'm confident that if it's a tornado, he's with me. I'm confident if it's an earthquake, he can restore me. I'm confident if it's sickness or disease, he's got this. Woo! I'm confident in who God is. Come on, y'all. I'm confident. When I'm confident, I'm together. I'm unfazed. Oh, my God. I'm unfazed. I'm unfazed by the circumstance. I'm unfazed, Debbie, by the politics. I'm unfazed by what I may see because I know the Lord thy God comforts me. I know the Lord thy God is with me. I know the Lord thy God has me. Oh my God, that God has my back. I'm confident even when I stand in the presence of my enemy. I'm confident even when my enemy is my friend, right? Like I'm confident because can I, can I share this with you? I'm even confident when those that when those that wrong me, I can do good to them because the Lord that God says recompense no evil for evil for vengeance is mine, said the Lord. I don't have to worry about people who misuse me. I don't have to worry about people who um 
are coming for me because the Lord has already told me in his word, recompense no evil for evil, Lakeisha. Recompense no evil for evil, Kedra. Recompense no evil for evil, Shanquita. Vengeance is mindset to Lord. So if evil is being done to me, the maturity, the confidence, the hope in the word, I'm not doing that back. Ooh, I'm standing still and seeing the salvation of the Lord. I'm not going to shake. I'm not going to move. I'm not going to become unfazed. I'm not going to respond to your pettiness. I'm not going to respond to the things that you're doing. I'm not. I'm going to trust in the Lord with all my heart, lean not into my own understanding and all my ways, acknowledge him. And guess what's going to happen? He's going to direct my path. I'm going to acknowledge when a circumstance, come on, Holy Spirit, or situation is bigger than me. I'm going to acknowledge when I'm in trouble. I'm going to acknowledge when I'm weak. I'm going to acknowledge when I'm sad. I'm going to acknowledge when I'm struggling. I'm going to acknowledge because I'm putting my trust, my hope, my confidence in the Lord. And that's what faith is, that I am confident in you. I put my trust in you. I put my hope in you. I put my belief. I have my belief in that you are God and you have the final say so in my life. You have the final say so in my son's life. And then I don't worry about my children because that is the fruit of my womb. I'm just talking scripture to y'all. That's the fruit of my womb. And guess what's going to happen with the fruit of my womb? The fruit of my womb shall be blessed. Woo! The fruit of my womb shall be blessed. So I put my confidence. I'm not moved by my circumstance. So it says faith in action, right? Faith in action is that I put my confidence in what we hope for, right? And I'm assured. Oh, come on, y'all. Oh, my God. Thank you, for, thank you for this charge up. Sometimes the Holy Spirit knows we just need to be encouraged, right? And then I'm assured, right? I'm, I'm assured. Can I tell you what assured means? Oh, can I tell you what assured means? I'm protected. Woo! I'm protected. I'm guaranteed. Woo! Glory to God. I'm guaranteed. I'm certain. I'm solid. I know when I'm assured, when I'm confident and assured, I'm certain. Woo! Come on now. I'm secure. I know that God is reliable because he said he will never leave me and he will never forsake me. Come on, y'all. I can trust in the Lord. I know him to be provider. I'm not like in Matthew 6, the pagan. I'm not running after food. I'm not running after clothing. I'm not running after shelter. I'm not going to try to outwork myself. Why? Because he tells me in my word, do not worry about what I wear. Do not worry about what I eat. Do not worry about what clothes I wear. My God. He tells me the lilies in all their splendor. Solomon in all his glory. The birds of the air. He takes care of them. He also takes care of Lakeisha. So I'm not going to seek those things because the pagan, those that are not sure, those that are not confident, seeks after those things. What I'm going to do is what God asked me to do was to seek the kingdom first and his righteousness. Ooh, I'm going to seek 
the kingdom first and his righteousness. So I'm unsure because I know that God is impeccable. I'm assured because I know that God is unfailing. I'm assured because I know God is faultless. I'm assured. I'm certain. I'm assured because I know that God is unfailing. God does not fail. You ought to put that in the comments this morning. God does not fail. God does not fail even when it turns out or it doesn't look like what we think it should god does not fail and god is a god that he shall not lie so it says now faith is confidence that we go for an assurance about what we do not see first corinthians 2 and 14 tells me oh come on y'all it tells me this is what it tells me first corinthians 2 14 says you're not gonna be able to catch this in your natural eye this can only be discerned by the spirit oh this can only be discerned my natural man the flesh will lie to me. Say, I can't put no confidence in the flesh. Come on, y'all. Type to him. Talk to him this morning. I will not put no confidence in the flesh. I'm not going to put no confidence in the flesh. Oh, my God. Philippians 3, 1 and 4. Further, my brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. It is no trouble for me to write the same things to you, and it's a safeguard for you. Watch out for those dogs, those evildoers, the mutilators of the flesh. For it is he who are the circumcision, we who serve God by his spirit who boasts in Christ Jesus and who put no confidence in the flesh. Faith is not confidence in the flesh. We will put no confidence in the flesh. He says, though I, though I myself have reasons for such confidence, think back to everything that God has done for you. The miracles, the signs, the wonders. This is the time that you should be looking back. Why? And putting no confidence on the flesh. Uh, third, second verse. This is what the ancients were commended for. Third verse, Hebrews 11 and 3. It says, by faith. We do this by faith. We don't do this with our understanding. We don't walk in our spiritual gifts with our understanding. We walk in everything that we're supposed to walk into by faith, right? It says, by faith, we understand that the whole, come on, y'all, universe was formed at God's command. Oh, my God. The whole universe. God spoke the whole universe into being. Oh, my God. Somebody say God spoke. God spoke the whole universe into being. Go over to Genesis 1 just for a second so you understand the power of God. This isn't made up. This isn't mythical. God spoke the whole universe into being. That's how powerful God is. That's how amazing God is. This is where you gain your strength. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and now the earth was formless ooh, and empty, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said... And God said, baby, when God says something, when God speaks something, and God speaks to us all the time in his word, he's speaking to us in the morning, assuring us that he is with us. He's speaking to us today, assuring us that he is for us. He's speaking to us today, assuring us that he's with us. It says, God said, let there be light. And there was 
light and God saw the light and said the light was good, right? God said, let there be a vault. And God said, let there be water in the sea. Then God said, let the land produce vegetation. And God said, let there be lights in the vault of the sky. And God said, let there be water teem with living creatures. And God said, let the land produce living creatures. Then God said, let us make man in his image or likeness so they may rule over the earth. So when he says here that by faith, we understand, we don't understand this in our flesh. It doesn't make sense to our flesh. But when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and our spirit becomes alive, our spirit will bear witness to this. We, by faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen, was not made out of what is visible. I hear you, Lord. And our expectations of what we see, baby, is not made out of what's visible. It's not made out of the natural. It's made out of what's invisible. Invisible. Oh, I thank you, Lord God. So it says, by faith, Abel brought God a better offering from Cain. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he's dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, somebody said, I got to do this by faith. Put this in your comments. I got a parent. Come on, Holy Spirit. Charge us up this morning. I got a parent by faith. Come on, y'all. I got a I got a wife by faith. I got to run this ministry by faith. It's not confidence in my flesh. It's confident in the creator of the universe. Ooh, it's confident in the creator of the universe. It's confident in the creator of the universe. Ooh, Psalms 24. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwelleth there within. So if my the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, then the confidence I've got to live by faith. I got to navigate this life by faith, Vanessa. I can't continue to navigate life in my flesh. My flesh is going to fail me. My flesh is going to fail me. I got to put my confidence, my hope, my trust in the one that this earth belongs to. Ooh, the devil, this earth don't, the, the devil don't have the fullness of the earth. People don't have the fullness of the earth. God has the fullness of earth. This is by faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is keeping with faith. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place, he would later receive his inheritance, obeyed and went. Even though he did not know where he was going, even though Abraham had no idea, he did it by faith. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger. My God. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was unable to bear children. All these people were still living by faith when they died. My God. Father God, I thank you for faith. Ask the Lord this morning. Lord, I need you to increase my faith. 
so that I trust you, so that I put my hope in you, so that I have confidence, Philippians 1 and 6, that you're going to complete everything that you said you would to the day of Jesus Christ. And while I am here on this earth, until Jesus' return, I'm going to occupy, I'm going to steward the gifts the things that you taught me to be. Come on, let me give you a definition of stewardship. And then we're going to get out of here this morning. A steward is a person who looks after, woo, supervises, and manages what God is doing. What do, I, what do I do? Since we just been sitting around here, so I'm waiting on Jesus' return. Is Jesus coming back? Jesus is absolutely coming back. Ooh, my God. He's absolutely coming back. But we are not getting ready to sit around and wait on him and not doing the things that he asked us to do, which is living by faith. We're going to occupy till he comes. Luke 19 and 13. And he called his 10 servants and delivered them 10 pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. We will not be caught doing nothing. What we're going to be caught doing is serving one another. What we're going to be caught doing is loving one another. People are, oh, what am I supposed to be doing, Lord? I want to do more for you. Make the first thing that you do is love. They said, what is the greatest commandments? Oh, my God. Some of us are waiting. Oh, I'm not going to say that. Yes, I am. Some of us are waiting for the next big thing. Or for God to do something magnificent for us. And we haven't even fit. <laughs> we haven't fulfilled the first thing he's asked us to do. We're still struggling with the first thing that we have to do. Oh my God. What is the greatest commandment? He said. They were trying to catch him up. But they were like. What is the greatest commandment? And he said. This is what I want you to do. Love the Lord thy God. With all your heart. Woo! It's the first thing I'm supposed to be working on. So if I'm looking for my purpose. I'm trying to understand why God created me. First thing he's asked me to do, one of the greatest commandments, love me with all your heart. Ooh. So my first thing is I got to learn how to love God with all my heart. How do I love? How do I love? I got to learn. Lord, show me how. Teach me how to love you. That's the first thing before I'm trying to do anything else. Love let me learn. I need to learn how to love you with all my heart. I need to learn how to love you with all my soul. I need to learn how to love you with all my strength. I need to learn how to love you with all my mind. Oh my God. And if you'll be honest, because there's other things in my mind, my God, doubt, fear, anxiety, worry, all these stressors that really try to interfere with me loving you. Ooh, that really try to interfere with me trusting you. Because an example of love is trust. Ooh, when I love you, I trust you. I love you. I trust you. When I love you, when I understand who you are as God, I trust you. I trust you with my marriage. I trust you with my home. I trust you with my children. When I love you, I trust you. So I'm going to learn to love the Lord thy God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my strength, with all my mind. That's the thing that I can work on while occupying until he comes. I can work on my love walk. I can work on learning to love God with everything in me. And then there's another part to that scripture. He said, I need you to do something else. I need you to learn to love your neighbor as yourself. One of the greatest things that we can do is love. That's how God completes us. He finishes us in love. When we are here, even stewarding over our gifts, 
using our gifts and our art. Guess what we're doing that in? We are doing it. We cannot negate love. We cannot negate love. Love. We cannot negate love. The whole foundation of the kingdom is on love. So if I get my love walk together, then when God does call me to serve his people, when God does call me to wife, when God does call me to parents, when God does put me in a position to work with people, my God, love will be imminent through my gifts. That's it. <laughs> love will be imminent through my gifts. Love will be imminent through my service. Oh my God. Love will be imminent. Let me give you this. You know how we talk about Chick-fil-A all the time. When you go through the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A, um, they don't sound like little robots. They don't they don't sound like they disgusted to serve you. When you go through the line, Chick-fil-A, you get all the feels, the goodness, the love. When you encounter, that's love. That's how love is supposed to serve. Love is supposed to be welcoming. Love is supposed to be honoring. Love is supposed to be valuing. Come on, y'all. My God. Love is supposed... Love is supposed to be, um, make you feel not, and it's an emotion, but love should make you feel good. Like you should encounter somebody in the kingdom of God and really know that they love you. Love is not lip service. <laughs> love is not lip service. Love shows up in my actions, my thoughts, and my deeds. And can I tell you something? Love is also done in faith. Ooh, Lord, I'm going to trust you to love your people. I'm not going to worry about being hurt. I'm not going to worry about being bruised. I'm not. I'm going to see them as you see them. Oh, my God. Because that's what you've called us to do. Love. We don't want to be like when we drive through. I'm not going to name those restaurants. Other restaurants where the person is disgruntled. They act like they don't want to see you. They act like they don't want to deal with you. That's not what he's called us to do. That, that, the basic stewardship of love. Ooh, that's powerful. The basic stewardship of love. If we could get that down. <laughs> the basic stewardship of love. Oh, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love, it does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. Like when we started talking about the drive through restaurants, one Chick-fil-A versus other restaurants, when we are um, understanding the love and our service, it's not, I'm not here about a paycheck. I'm not here doing something because I want something from you. I'm here because I'm loving you because this is what God called us to do. And he called us to do it by faith. And I don't cut my love off on you. Every time I show up in your life, thank you, Holy Spirit. Every time I show up in the earth, every time I connect to people, I show up as his love. Oh, let us get revelation of this. I show up as his love. Lord, help us to show up as your love. We are looking to be so useful by God. Well, he wants us to show up as his love. He wants me to show up in love in my house. He wants me to show up in love to my neighbor. He wants me to show up as love at work. He wants me to show up as love. It does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrong. Love does not 
delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, it always trusts, it always hopes, and it always perseveres. Love never fails. Ooh, my God, love never fails. Let me say this. And I'm being so honest because we're learning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations. I'm Lakeisha Johnson, LMJ. If this is your first time, I forgot that. I just took off. When we are working on being used by God or walking and showing our spiritual gifts, love will show up. When love shows up, it turns everything around. My God, real love, true love draws. Come on now. Real love, like that love, the love where the father, the love of the father, right? So I love the Lord that God with all my heart, all my might, all my soul. I'm loving God. I'm seeking God. I'm seeking to put him first. I'm trying to put him first. I'm working on that. Then the love that I see, receive from the father grows inside of me. And as the love that I receive from the father grows inside of me, then I become a conduit ooh, to be that love here on the earth and that's not a perverse love that's not a hardened love that's not a love that's on and off oh my god that's not a love that i'm good with you today and i'm not good with you tomorrow that's a love that presents that's a love full of grace that's a love full of compassion. That's a love full of empathy. That's a love full of understanding. Even if you're different from me, that's that kind of love. And that's the kind of love that when it shows up, oh my God, it will change. Oh my God, the relationship, it will change the circumstance. It will change the situation. Why? Because the word of God tells us love never fails. Put that in your comments today. That's it. I'm done. I think the Holy Spirit has charged us up today. Love never fails. So I want to pray something before we get out here. I want to pray for our stillness before God, that we become more still before God, that we meet, we become more still, that we become more quiet before him, that we're listening. We need stillness before God, right? We need stillness before God, because when we're still before him, my God, what will happen is we'll be able to. Stillness is the absence of movement or sound. That means when I'm still before God, there's nothing interfering. I'm not, I'm not before God and talking to everybody else. I'm not before God and I'm moving around. I'm not because if I really am going to, because the, the word of God tells me he talks in a still small voice. Right? He talks in a still, small voice. And if he talks in a still, small voice, I need to get in a position and a place where I'm not moving around so much so that I can hear him talking, so that I can receive his love, and so that I can learn how to have a relationship with him without entertaining everything else. Ooh. So I'm praying. That's what was placed on my heart today is that I'm praying for stillness. And what we're going to deal with is we're going to drive out complacency. We do not want to become complacent with our relationship with God. Now, let me tell you something. In stillness, we have to create that because the Lord that God is looking, he says, seek after me with all your heart. It's not that God is not speaking. It's not that God is not meeting. Oh, we just got to get still and be before God. We just got to unplug. Oh, my God. 
drive out our carnal nature and we just got to deal with complacency. So when we are complacent, I'm giving you this, we are smug woo, and we have an uncritical satisfaction with myself, with our achievement. So when I say we're driving out or dealing with complacency or asking the Holy Spirit we're dealing with complacency, it's because we satisfied with where we are in God. We, we self-satisfied. We've given ourselves self-approval. We have self-admiration. Woo! We self-congratulating. We self-regard. We gloat. We pride. We have contentment. But can I tell you what complacency leads to? Carelessness. Woo! Complacency leads to carelessness. Woo! When we become complacent, we lead to it leads to carelessness. Woo! Carelessness in our relationship with God. Ooh, means that his word will not light and not be the lamp. His, when I'm careless and I'm self-assured and I'm self-confident, I'm not even going to seek the word because I feel like I got it all, all together. And the word of God tells me that the heart can be deceitful. Ooh, so I can't afford to be careless. Can I tell you what else complacency leads to? It leads to laziness. Ooh. So we want to fan the flame on our relationship with God. We don't ever want to, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Because what we begin to do is self-sabotage. I'm gone. That's it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, that there is a divine disruption on anything that has pulled us into a place where we are complacent. We fan the flame on our relationship Lord, I thank you that we begin to hunger and thirst after righteousness. I thank you this morning that we are remaining in you and you being in us and that you prune us, Lord God, and that you whittle anything out of our life that has put us in a place where we are complacent, where we are good in our relationship with you. My God, strike a fire in us. Burn up the chaff in us, Lord God. Father God, Holy Spirit, give us remembrance to be still. Be still and know that he is God. Be still before the Father, Lord God. We drive out demonic oppression in the name of Jesus. We drive out anything that has us in cycles in the name of Jesus. And we put our hope and our trust in you, Lord God. We pray, Father God, that your kingdom come and that your will be done in our lives today and on this earth and in our government and in our schools and in our relationships and in our families. Let your kingdom come. We thank you, Father God, for daily bread. We thank you, Lord God, for opening up the windows and pouring out a blessing of us, one we don't have room for. We thank you, Lord God, that we have eyes to see your blessings. Woo! That we have eyes to see. Remove the scales from our eyes. Unclog our ears. We shut up the voices in our heads that consistently lie to us, that consistently berate us, that consistently oppress us. We drive out those voice, voices and cut off access to them right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Jesus Christ, that you give us your holiness. We thank you, Father God, that you are mending 
broken hearts, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we are anxious for nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication, making our requests known, Lord God. Anything that interferes with our stillness, we drive it out right now in the name of Jesus. We declare that your word is sharpening and quickening us, Lord God. My God, that it's dividing what's from this world and what's from you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that your will be done in our lives life, your will be done on the earth, your will be done in our marriages, your will be done in our children, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for covenant relationships. Lord God, we thank you that we love as you have first loved us. We thank you, Lord God, for patience, goodness, self-control, your peace, your joy, your temperaments, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that the same mind that's in Jesus Christ is in all of us. We thank you, Lord God, we will not be wise in our own eyes, that we get the wisdom that is pure and lovely and comes from above, Lord God. We thank you for daily wisdom in our finances. We thank you for wisdom in our health. We thank you for wisdom them in our conversations. Lord God, let the words of our mouth, the meditations of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Lord God, we thank you that we are like trees. Oh my God. Planted by the river, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We are like trees planted by the river, Lord, and we will not you do not leave us and forsake us, and we will not leave and forsake you. Let me read this over you, and we're going to get out of here. Blessed is the man, woman, that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, um, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree. Lord God, I thank you. We are like trees planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruit in his season, his leaf shall also wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. We thank you, Lord God, that we will not even keep our eyes on the ungodly. Psalms 37, you say, Fret not thyself unto evildoers, neither be envious of thy workers of iniquities, for they will soon be cut down like blades of glass. I thank you, Lord God, that we are not even focusing on our enemies. We're not even focusing on our neighbor. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we release ourselves from comparing our lives to anyone else. And like Paul said, we will learn to be content with or content without. We thank you, Lord God, that we find our joy, peace, and happiness in you. Lord, you satisfy us. Woo! You satisfy us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we understand that life and death is in the power of the tongue, and we choose to use words that are life life-giving words, life-giving giving attitudes. We thank you, Father God, that you are transforming us, that you are taking all evil from amongst us. Father, we repent. <laughs> Ooh, we ask that you forgive us for many sins, my God, that we have committed against you, sins knowingly or knowing unknowingly. We drive out the temptations of the flesh, lewdness, crudeness, sexual immorality, drunkenness, strife. We drive it out right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God, there is no temptation that is not, not that is known to man that has not been known to Jesus. So Jesus, arrest our hearts. We submit and surrender ourselves to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Woo! In Jesus' name, amen. My God. <laughs> My God. 
That felt like a whirlwind. My God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for an encouraging word. I thank you for an enlightening word. I thank you, Lord God, for trusting me with your people this morning. I hope I've stored it accordingly and that you are pleased, Lord God, that you are pleased, that you have the final say-so in our lives, that we take our confidence and put our full trust in you. I plead the blood of Jesus over this day, over the devotional, over their city, state, nation, and world, Lord God. God, you told us you did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. And I thank you today. We operate in a sound mind. We will not be confused. We will not be anxious. We will not be worried, Lord God. We will put our hope and trust in you. We will lean not into our own understanding. We will put our hope, confidence, and trust in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Now do me a favor. If the Lord places it on your heart to give, go over to the website, lmjministries.org, and you can give there, or you may cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. Ladies, oh ladies, oh ladies, tonight's the night. It's Ladies Bible Study tonight, and we are back on campus and in person. So you can join us tonight. Um, Ladies Bible Study will drop all that information later. Uh, we've been sending it out. Or you can draw, draw, join us online at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time via Zoom. You don't want to miss this. God is doing such big things. We are learning to be more than happy when happy is not enough. Also, this Saturday, feed the streets. We're taking it to the streets, the love of God to the streets. If you want to volunteer, go online, get signed up to volunteer. If you're not local, you can give a donation. I keep telling y'all, if I had a thousand people giving $10 a month, guess what it would do? It would allow me to open up and do so much more for our community. We are going to have a homeless drop-in center. We're going to have things to impact and restore those. Lord God, I just thank you for your faithfulness. We will have communion tonight. Um... What else? We got Cup Friday. Antoine Blanchard will be here to talk about Empower and what he's doing for the Lord. Um, Wednesday, tomorrow morning, we will be live via Instagram. If you don't have an Instagram account, go get an Instagram account. Uh, woo, stop thinking, oh, it's too much social media. Use social media for the good. Saturday, ladies, prayer call. I thank you, Lord God, that you will be still and know that he is God. And I will see y'all Wednesday morning, in the morning, live on Instagram. Continue to pray my strength. Oh, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I want you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sin. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And guess what I want to do? Send you some materials so that we can continue to disciple you. I love you. I love you. But more than anything, God loves you. You need to know that God loves you. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God uh, let me say this. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I drive out all demonic oppression right now. We break the stronghold that has tried to oppress us and keep us from walking in the freedom of Jesus Christ. I drive out that oppression right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Go be loved today. Kirby, let somebody else experience the love of God through you. I'll see you tonight. 
tonight. Thank you to all my fellas. Thank you to all my ladies. Thank you to our family. I love you. Love, peace, and blessing. Woo! Thank you, Father. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy.